You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, what up, what up man, the Real Coach JB, another Slapdick Podcast coming at you, about to get after it on YouTube. I'll upload it here today shortly. I'm taking callers today on this Slapdick podcast for the first time in a while. Um, so all the haters come forth. You've been summoned, haters. You've been summoned. Come forth. Bring your A game, though. You'll get your bitch ass embarrassed on my shit. Um, anyway, I'm here to discuss it all. So just make sure uh, I'm here to discuss it all, just so we're clear, all right? The title of this show is Lack of Respect. Lack of Respect just is what it is, man. Oh, my God, we got a lack of respect problem going on. And I'm here to discuss why that is. So, you know, take my uh, my thoughts about it and what I think about it and run with it. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, title of this show is Lack of Respect. Let me pay the bills real quick. This show is brought to you by Bet Online. The month of June is over. July is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action. Believe uh, Bet Online is where you can find it. Basketball, hockey, playoffs, uh, which just ended. Now they're on a boat doing some Tom Brady shit with the trophy. Baseball's marquee matchups are heating up, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sport book, sporting book needs. Visit the website today. Use your mobile device to join and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Go check out Bet Online, man. It's well worth your time, in my opinion. So check it out. Hopefully everybody can hear me all right and shit. Ain't no fouls, foul-ups. Um, but look. Quote of the day, man. Let me give you the quote of the day. It's real simple. It's my own. You make time for what's important. Period. That's the quickest, most direct quote we can give you today that I can give you. You make time for what's important. And I don't care what anyone else says. If they tell you otherwise, they're lying. When they give you all these fucking excuses on why they didn't do this and why they didn't do that, they're lying. Because you're not important to them or you or the situation. If it's important, you make time. And I don't care how busy you are. I used to work 18, 20-hour days coaching. I made time for Stogie. I made time for this. I made time for that. If it was important. If it wasn't, I didn't make time. And motherfuckers would be like, regardless, females... Fucking friends. Man, you took big time. No, you're not important right now. 
No offense. If it's something serious, I make time for you, but you're not important to pick up the phone and talk about bullshit. If I had time to shoot the shit, I would. But, you know, it's business. It's nothing personal. But you're not important at the time. So you make time for what's important. So, fellas, when you don't get the DM back or the messages or the text or whatever the fuck it may be, you're not important, bro. Let's just be real. We've all been there. And we've been on the flip side as well. So, you know, it's nothing personal. That shit happens. So, anyway, I'm going to be taking callers on this show around 1045. It's about 1035 right now. A lot going on, man. You know, the domestic violence thing is heating up. Uh, I can't really make a lot of assumptions or talk about Richard, obviously, being one of my former guys growing up, Compton, Dominguez. Um, you know, growing up on the Compton College football fields, um, always been A1 to me. So I can't say nothing about it. Don't know the situation. Wasn't there. Haskins' wife in Vegas at the Cosmo. I just left the Cosmo. Knocks a tooth out of the quarterback's mouth. Um, she's facing domestic violence charges. And I have a reason why domestic violence is up. Why we believe mental health is up. Why we believe relationships are suffering and divorce is at an all-time high. I have these thoughts and my rationale. And I'll take some callers on some of it. And uh, should be interesting. But anyway, and I'm going to discuss some, the interview process and the lack of research that administrators are making from the college to the high school levels. And um, I have to be honest, it is mind-blowing. It will blow your mind how bad it has gotten, how bad it is for these kids for these administrators and principals and superintendents to hire the people they are hiring. And at the end of the day, these kids are the ones suffering because you either won't ante up and pay a solid coat or you don't know what the fuck you're doing in the hiring process and you're just hiring slap dicks and you'll be rehiring again in a year. And the kids suffer in the meanwhile. These kids don't get their years back, just so you know. But anyway, um, so we'll talk about it. But anyway, I'm going to get into why, in my opinion, why relationships have suffered at an all-time high. So I'm yesterday, I'm in traffic, man, coming back from a, a meeting, and I'm coming back towards the house, and I'm seeing it ain't moved in 30 minutes. I haven't moved. I think I went like 1.5 miles in 30 minutes. So I see off ramp and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get off here and see what's going on. So there was a yard house. All right. I stop, get off. I go to the yard house. I have me a little beer. I don't even drink beer, but I drink a little beer. Got me a little wing, couple wings. And it was right before the game tip off. Actually, the women's all-star game was on. So I'm just chilling watching that. So I end up having another beer. And I'm just observing, you know, every day is an interview. You never know who's watching. So I'm observing and looking around, and I see wife and husband. I see boyfriend, girlfriend. I see two male friends kicking it. I see two female friends kicking it. And 
I'm just watching around the room. It's kind of crowded. So I'm like, damn, all right. So as I continue to observe and watch, I'm like, fuck, this would be a good podcast topic because I see why divorce, lack of human interaction, the use of Uber Eats and fucking grocery deliveries, which I've discussed prior on prior shows. The lack of meaningful conversations happening in fucking society today. Here's my rationale. It's the smartphone. It is the smartphone versus the cell phone pager era where we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. The smartphone, which I've been noticing the last few years, obviously, in public settings. And I think there was a D1 basketball coach who kind of ripped his team, I think, at, at a team meal or something, or even with parents were there. I think he took everybody's phones because he said it was a joke. And I've fully understood it and I and I and I and I've seen it and I'm I've thought the same exact thing and I've used to rip my kids for it the same way. Nobody's teaching these cats or at least giving giving them the option that there's another life, a different approach. And we wonder why divorce is at an all-time high. Relationships are at an all-time low. And human interaction just lacks. And you wonder why there's more hate, more racism, more blatant disrespect in public by young kids to old people, by students to teachers, by players to coaches, by Son and daughter to mother and father. <laughs> Why is it? Well, I've come up to the conclusion that I truly believe it's the smartphone. And I'm sitting there thinking and I'm watching a wife and her husband. They had two martinis sitting there drinking martinis, waiting on their food. And they had not looked at each other or talked to each other in over six minutes no bullshit, I shit you not. I was timing it because after I had observed and I'm seeing nothing but tables of people together, I'm sitting there thinking, dog, I'd rather be alone like I am right now, which I hate. I had never really been that guy to go out places alone. Like, I've never been to a movie theater by myself. Never been really out anywhere, like, except for driving in my car or whatever. But usually I've always been with someone. I don't know. It wasn't planned or anything. It's just I've never been the guy to go out by myself to do something. Man, I'm totally for it now. I am a solo dolo motherfucker. I don't want to be around nobody, with nobody. I want to go by myself. It's a little harder now because of my whole fucking bullshit status that I have. It's a little harder by myself because people want to talk and see me and shit. And it's cool. I've never turned down a picture or autograph or anything i'm just a regular joe man to be honest people need to know that i think they do know that when they meet me but i'm watching these tables full of people in twos you know friends boyfriend girlfriend wife husband not even talking to each other or looking at each other they're on their fucking phones the husband was on the phone i think he was engaged in a text all right because you could tell 
The wife is next to him on social media. You know why? Because she's just scrolling with her fingers on the phone. And she's just looking on social media. I'm sitting there like, God damn. So then there's two nice looking women behind me together. And I ain't heard them talk or seen them look at each other in fucking minutes. And their their food hasn't got there yet. They're sitting there at the same table, a round table, two people. The fucking table's what, 36 inches around? They've been on their phone the entire time. And I just have a deep issue with, well, not a deep issue. I really don't give a fuck. But I can tell you. It has to have, and I'm going to do some data research on this shit, and not no manufactured analysis like the last show I did, What you guys are doing. You're creating these fucking data pieces which don't exist and making up fucking bullshit, and everyone believes it. But I'm going to pull up some real data because I do know divorce is at an all-time high, and I do know lack of respect is at an all-time high. And just being in public settings, looking around, Why the fuck come? Why do you come with your spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, if you're just sitting there on your phone? It just blows my mind. I don't know, dog. I really don't get it. I understand checking the phone and all that, and I probably have a bad habit at doing it as well with people, but that's why I'm doing this show. It might be my downfall. It could be your downfall, but can you admit it is the problem. Can you admit it? And I'm here to admit it. Now, I do have a, I am cautious of it at all times because I used to be mad. I used to be mad at people I'm with. Like, dog, get off your fucking phone, girl, boy, whatever. And I believe they've, human interaction and relationships, regardless of, you know, sexual relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, just friends, homies. I don't care what kind of relationship. I believe it's all suffering if you're a human. If you're a fucking human being, it's suffering. And I place it back to having a flip phone or a pager and having to get on a fucking pay phone or go home to your house phone and call somebody and connect that way because there's work involved. You had to do some things. So it had to make it worth it to do all those things to see you or meet you or have a talk, right? Nowadays, it's at the tip of your finger, and the smartphone contains everything in one. See, back in the day with the flip phone, you could at least, okay, even when they became texting phones, you could text, and then you, even the Blackberries and shit, you could text, and you could call, right? But you couldn't stream a movie. You couldn't pull up and order food. You... Couldn't go on the internet, which is a huge one to me. So guess what happened? You would still have normal conversations with a flip phone at a dinner table. You and your girl, you and your homeboy, you your girlfriends, whatever. So you'd come home and you had to make personal time to get on your actual computer internet and go on the internet and do your searching and all your shit. Nowadays, you go on Instagram Live, you go on Instagram, you go in people's DMs, you get caught. There's cats getting caught cheating everywhere, every day because of it. Um, People are doing the shady shit on the side, and they're doing it right in front of each other, probably. But the problem is, 
instead of setting aside time when you go home, um, the phone only rings and maybe text relationships were better uh, worked out, you know, when you work harder and you appreciate it more. I don't know. Now, smartphones, you see social media right at the spot. You see your NASDAQ, sports, movies, order food, fucking etc. It's all at the tip of your finger without any work. You don't have to do anything that requires a reward. It's a risk versus reward life. There is no more risk versus reward. It's all right there. It's rewarded to you at the tip of a finger and you can do it all. And guess what you're doing? You're either a avoiding disrespecting or blatantly just fucking disregarding your partner that you're with whoever it may be your homie your friend your lover your fucking wife your girl and i believe that has a huge impact on divorce breakups cheating the whole deal lazy obesity i can go on and on and on why i believe this shit has cost society today that's my that's my take on the smartphone versus cell phone man i'm being honest I think you can do every single fucking thing from a smartphone. Back in the day, you could not, but new, just take a call, maybe a text. Even back in the day in the pager, 911-143 is what, I love you or something. Fucking, there was a few different ones that we were creating back in the day, um, which I thought was comical, man. It was, that was, those were good times, though. Now, shit. It's, 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 to me, it is... Uh, it's a fucking, it's hard, man. I just see, yesterday I truly sat down and w- kicked back and watched it, and I really saw it, and I was like, oh, my fuck. This is a problem. This is the fucking epidemic shit. Uh, smartphones, do everything on them. You could actually do every fucking thing on them. So, I don't know. But look, I wanted to get into... Last night I had a big old Twitter, Twitter beef. I, I went and blasted. Uh, look, at first of all, I don't have any. I like Devin Booker. I think he's nice. I do think his game resembles Kobe in some ways as far as his ability to get the ball in different unique situations and get a shot up. He resembles Kobe in that regard. But to say Stephen A say that Devin Booker is the next Kobe and he's 22, never even played in a playoff series until this year is like he would say blasphemy. You fucking suit fuck. Stephen A Smith's a joke. I don't know how's he still have a job. I wouldn't have a job. I know Mina Coomers or whatever her name is on ESPN, the Asian an um she does a lot of shows on ESPN, and I know she came out and tried to clown Stephen A and talk a little shit um, in an encrypted-ass text, tweet, or whatever they call him. Just say it, lady. Say it, what you want to say. He would. He's the $10 million man. You guys are just bowed out of that motherfucker too much. That's why he, don't, he ain't going to get fired. But he came back today saying he's been sick two days. I think they suspended him and... Put him on leave or something while they did something. I believe that's what happened. He didn't got sick. He got sick, and then he's back two days later. Fine. I think something went down. Or he had to negotiate some things, or he had to take a, a moment and have a leave and take a – something happened. It's telling you. But who knows? But Stephen A. says Booker is the best thing, and da-da-da-da-da. And, uh, you know – 
it blows my mind. It blows my mind that Booker is the next Kobe, and people really believe this to true to be true because Stephen A. Smith said it. So, like I said, I will be taking calls. Um, I know I just missed one. Um, I'll be taking calls throughout the show, so I'll interrupt what I'm talking about. But Booker is uh, <laughs> is nowhere even fucking close to being in Kobe's shoes. Please stop mentioning that. Well, Kobe had an airball in his first week, though. First of all, in his playoff series, motherfucker, Kobe was 17. Booker's 22. <laughs> Booker played four years of college. Kobe played zero. Like, don't fucking compare the two when it comes to that. You fucking, you, some of you don't know sports, and I don't know why I get into it with you because it's a, it's really wasting my breath and fingers and typing and everything else because you guys are fucking morons, and the shit you say is blows my mind that you really think that in real life. Booker just was the youngest cat to score 40 points. <laughs> they fucking lost. My point again, they lost. And you know what the problem was? My whole tweet was, Okay, the tweet didn't look good because I posted it and he goes off and has 20 at half and ends up having 42. Okay, so my t- everybody's clowning me that my tweet was shitty timing. First of all, I said he's had three bad games. Everyone's like, he's had one bad game. The first two games, he had 31 and 27. Is that bad? Again, you don't know sports. The Suns didn't need Booker's 31 and 27 in game one and two. They were up 30 and to 20 points the entire game. Both games. You don't understand meaningful, meaningless minutes in meaningless games. You don't understand them. He had no pressure on him. They were up the entire time. Game three, they're down most of the game. What does he do? He scores 10 points, and he is a ghost when it's in crunch time. Last night, they were pretty much in the lead the entire game, and... <laughs> They were in the lead, but they were in the lead, and he balled out, right? But what the fuck did he do in crunch time? Please tell me, what the fuck did they do? What did he do in crunch time? And please tell me that the NBA refs weren't protecting him because he was going off for most of the game and not saved him on three fouls because he should have fouled out three times. Like he grabbed, he grabbed Drew's fucking whole waist and draws and pulled him down and grabbed his arm on the other side. And they don't even call that foul. Middleton scored anyway. But the lack of disrespect or the lack of respect for Middleton blows my mind. Nobody talks about him. I do believe he is the Batman and Giannis is the Robin on that team. I don't believe Giannis can score down the stretch and win games like Middleton can. You know, I do believe that Giannis is similar to Shaq in regard to I'll take the blunt of the rebound scoring the whole game, but when it comes down to winning it late in the game, Kobe, you take over. That's kind of like Giannis and Middleton. Middleton, it's time to you take over because I can't do what you do. I need to draw fouls, get perimeter, get free throws. We don't want that to happen. Um, 
So, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. But I'm going to take a call, man, real quick. Call rejected. I'm going to take a call. It was rejected, but I'm going to take a call. Um, John, he wants to talk about the sun, so I'm going to check it out. Check it out. Call rejected. Well, John's getting fucked over because he can't. His phone don't work. Um, first day taking calls, so you know it's going to be some drama. Um so, so I do agree that Middleton is, I, I would compare fucking Middleton to fucking Kobe more than Booker right now. Least the motherfuckers established, um, but anyway, Booker is gonna be good. I like the kid. I think he's he's. I think he's good. To be honest, um, I really do. But at the same time, please don't put him in Kobe's. First of all, he doesn't. He doesn't. Dis, he doesn't defend the other end like Kobe. He's not cerebral enough yet to be put in Kobe's fucking shoes. He doesn't make clutch shots when it counts. He missed four shots last night. Middleton had 10 points to the Suns had four in the last two minutes and 15 seconds. Booker had two meaningless layups. Again, meaningless. The game was over. He has a layup at the end. Game's over. Puts him at 42 points. And he had like a little lane runner when they were down to, to tie it. That was his last meaningful point with about five minutes left. Let me take John's call again and see if he can. Let's see if he can. Uh, uh, let's see. I don't know. John's having a, having a horrible day on the call phone. rejected. Anyway, um, so. Anyway, the the whole Booker thing just irked me a little bit because he was nowhere to be found in, in crunch time. Nowhere to be found. You can't compare a dude to Kobe when you have basically, you go ghost. Ten, when did Kobe score 10 points or less in a playoff game? Please, someone bring that up and tell me. Because <laughs> please tell me that shit. Um, you cannot fucking sit here and tell me that Kobe had 10 points in a game at 22 years old. <laughs> Kobe was five years in the league already. He's already won, what, two titles? <laughs> Steven, they just be talking, man. And all you motherfuckers listen. And then you think, that he is. Everybody on Twitter last night that was talking shit to me was thinking that he has 40. Great tweet. Da, 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 da. 
I said he's, they're going to lose. No, they're not. When he wins the title, they're going to be up 3-1. Well, they didn't win, and I told you they won it. They lost. He didn't do shit in crunch time. Middleton took the game over when it counted. He had 40, and you lost. And you're going to lose another game in Milwaukee. So you better win your two home games and win this in seven, because if not, you're going to lose in six in Milwaukee. And CP3 is nowhere to be found. But quit blaming CP3. If Booker is the next Kobe, you take over the game. You don't need CP3, homie. Where's CP3? Like, it does. Hold on. Call rejected. Hmm. I don't know. His phone ain't working. Um, you don't need Kobe. I mean, you don't need CP3 if you're the next Kobe. Booker, you take over the game. You missed four shots. CP3 had nothing to do with them. He didn't turn them over at that point. Who gives a fuck about him turning the ball over? He didn't fucking turn it over. You fucking choked. You're not ready for the crunch, big lights, the crunch time, big limelights. You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. It's okay. Here we go. Call rejected. The fuck, dog? You got a you guys got shitty phones or something. Um Let's see here, man. It it just blows my mind, man. I really don't get it. But it is what it is. Let's see what John's talking about. Hello? John, what up, man? It's the Real Coach JB. What's up, JB? What's going on, brother? What you want to talk about, man? The Suns? Yeah. Hey, you know who this is, man. Who's this? I told you I'd be calling Coach Jump. Who's Coach this? Coach Jared Ballsack. Coach Jared Ballsack. Who the fuck is that? That's you, man. Oh, that's me. What you want to talk What's about? Up, man? Chilling. What's up? Hey, man. We got in that Twitter argument last night. I just, I, I got to disagree with you about the whole D book thing, man. If we're going to talk about anybody or trash anybody, it's CP3. Hey, you, we can, we can agree to disagree, brother. That's what discussions are about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I definitely disagree with you about last night, man. The Booker thing. I mean, he put up 42. Come on. He's a one man team out there. You know, they lost, right? You know, they lost, right? You know, they lost, right? the game you know they lost but that was my point to my tweet i I, why you know what a lot of bitch made cats do they would have deleted that tweet they would have deleted that tweet bro when i was starting to take everyone and their mama you that's a bad timing tweet that's a uh, bad timing tweet didn't they yeah man i think i think uh gotta definitely disagree with you about the d-book stuff man can you hear me Hold on, I lost my man here. There's a major issue with phones going on. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I lost you. I don't know what happened. Um, No, what I was saying was 
Most bitch made cats would have deleted the tweet when they made the tweet because I stayed the tweet. I kept it on because everyone was bashing me. Oh, the timing of this tweet is shitty. Look at what's happening. I'm like, I'm keeping the fucking tweet because I know the Suns are going to lose because I know Booker isn't ready. And my whole point is don't compare him to Kobe. He don't play on the defensive end one. He don't fucking he's not near as smart yet. And he's 22 years old. Played how many years of college? Kobe played zero years of college, went straight to the league and had an air ball first round playoff series. And after that, you know how many championships Kobe already had at 22? There, you can't two. You can't compare the two. Like that's my whole point. It was it was really shocking shit to Stephen A. Smith about don't compare these two right. motherfuckers. No, yet. I, I get that. I get, I get that. it. See, I, I'm, go ahead. I my, I'm only 22 myself. Okay, so yep. I never grew up watching Kobe at. Uh, book's age right now. You get what I'm saying, right? So I can't, I can't compare him to anybody. It's kind of like the Michael Jordan, LeBron shit, right? I can't compare those two because I never watched Michael Jordan play a game in my life. You, you get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, but you know what? You no. know what the problem is with you youngsters? I'm gonna be real with you. What, you don't do no, you don't do, you don't do no research. I don't need to do research. Well, see, that's I your problem. That's your problem. Then you can't talk about it. <laughs> I can't talk about all at once. No, you can't because it means nothing. When you talk about it, it means nothing because you didn't do no research. Like it's it's like a it's like these newspaper reporters that talk shit about me. It's irresponsible reporting. Just be real with me, John. Just be real with me here for a second. And I'm not here talking shit about you or your age. What I'm saying yeah, is, my, my name my name ain't John either. I just had to say that. Oh, I got you. Line. What's your name? Tyron. Tyron. So look, be real about it because this is real shit. We're just talking, chopping it up. The thing yeah. is, if you wanted to really have a discussion and be mean and be heard, you got to have some data to back up your shit. Now, if I was right. if I when I was young and I wanted to talk in a grown person's conversation, I went and did some research and I said, listen, I had to go Google this motherfucker or YouTube him and I wanted to see him. And then you could come up with an agreement like, man, I watched Jordan. He used to do this. Kobe followed his footsteps because he looked the same way. He tried to do this. So. You didn't watch Jordan. You didn't watch Kobe. You didn't watch. You don't know the comparisons and all that shit. Right. But you can't say that Booker is this guy or that guy if you don't know what the other two look like. But when did I say? But when did I say my tweets last night that Booker was identical to Kobe? Or, oh no, you know, I, I didn't. I didn't say you said that. I didn't say you said right, that. Right, what right. I'm saying is, I I'm just say saying that. that that's what's happening in the generation, not oh. just you. I say that's what's happening right. right now. A lot of cats are just coming out talking and putting their foot in their mouth, and they don't do no research. Right. It's irresponsible. Not just not for you. I'm not talking about you and just talking about a tweet. I'm just saying in general, cats now want to talk, and they have no prior knowledge of what the fuck they're saying. Right. They don't investigate no, shit. You know I, what I'm saying? I mean, on Instagram, I got 12-year-olds in my DMs telling me how bad shit DK Metcalf is compared to so-and-so who. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, well, that's yeah. what's... Why do you think it is... Why do you think there's 14-year-olds with fucking guns shooting up schools? Yeah, no. <laughs> Damn, you got real on me, JB. I'm Fuck. just... Hey, that's what I am, brother. Hey, there's no fake in me. Uh, hey, listen, man, I appreciate you, though. Listen, CP3 did fuck him, but the, at the end of the day, let me ask you this. If you know anything about Kobe, he didn't need CP3. Right. B Booker should have took over. You know what Middleton scored in the last two minutes of the game? Ten points. You know what Booker scored? Yeah, he, well, he went on that 8, eight oh run by himself. Uh, I, mean, I know. I know. But you know what Booker scored? 
We two. don't got to talk about that, JB. <laughs> he scored two points, and the Suns scored four yeah. points. My thing is, Booker had four eight-foot jump shots that he missed in the last 215. And if you want to be compared to Kobe or whoever, or even be this, how about you just Booker and the best guy in the league right now? You can't be when Middleton goes down and scores 10 in the last two minutes and he scores 40 and you're, he gets zero coverage. Middleton gets talked about zero. I'd be saying Middleton's the fucking closer to Kobe than Booker is right now, but nobody wants to talk well, about mean, him. Mid- Middleton was absent in the first few games of the series. I mean, yeah, he is he finally taken up, but there's one, one more thing I want to talk about and get your uh, opinion on. Okay, Booker should have had 8,000 last night. Right, the at last least, at least five, five mm-hmm. minutes. He he mm-hmm. had those two blatant, obvious fouls. Right, yeah. That just shows how bad these refs really are. Okay, obviously, as a Suns fan, I love to just call it. But then on the other end of the spectrum, you're like, damn, these refs are really that shitty because you know it's it's a pick and choose. Booker's the best team on the Suns. So they're not going to call that on him with you know the game on the line. He has 42, and he already has five fouls. Like no one's gonna. They're just gonna swallow that whistle. whistle you know what I'm saying? Hey, but listen, that's 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 I'm gonna educate you real quick. You know why they didn't blow the whistle? Because Stephen A. said he's Booker's the next Kobe. Booker had 42 points at that time when he hugged when he hugged Drew. They're not gonna put him out of the game. He's a money maker. The refs know what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) Right. So they're not gonna foul him out at that point because he's supposedly the next Kobe. And guess what he does? He shits on him and doesn't score any more points and they lose to Middleton coming down the league. Yeah, I agree. The refs are horrible anyway. But I don't know. It's a total different ball game. You can't you can't be this way in the regular season and this way in the playoffs. Because I like right. it this way. I like it this way. Oh, yeah. I, I like, like, like it more it. physical and too. yeah. I like it more physical. Yeah, like but I don't know, man. CP3 might be cut, might be might be suffering from COVID. Uh, they say that cloudy thing is real. And look at uh, you know yeah. Cam Newton suffered from it. Um, a few others have suffered from it. So who knows, man? CP3 doesn't look the same. But again, Drew Drew's picking him up ninety foot, and I don't care what you say. Uh, he's a pretty good solid defender when you're a smaller guard. He can't defend big guards, but he can defend small guards. And he's he he put it on uh, CP3 last night and defended. He didn't do shit on offense, but he did enough on defense to eliminate Phoenix's second best score. And uh, you know, Aiton yeah. has Aiton has to score points for you guys, bro. He can rebound four. Oh, he yeah. can have seventy rebounds. I don't give a fuck. He needs to score yeah. points. He needs more than six in the first quarter, and that's it. You know. What I'm yeah, he needs to score he points. He's up twenty to twenty, like that's yeah. Everything's clicked. They're a lot like, better. That's the shit that needs to happen. Yeah, but, yeah. So I also agree with you about Drew Holiday, man. Him picking up CP three full court is just yeah. CP three down, and yeah. then another thing is CP 3s hands. Supposedly, I don't know if the Arizona sports radio guys are talking about this morning, like some some issues with his hands. Mm. I don't know what that's all about, but but when is CP three never had an issue? He always has an that's issue when it matters, when it counts. That's why he's never won. Playoff. Yeah, playoff time. Yeah, man. He's hey, playoff man. Time. Cream rises to the top, brother. Cream rises to the top. Shit rolls downhill. I'm just gonna be honest with you. So, <laughs> hey, brother, I appreciate you calling me, man, and uh, good luck to you, brother, and keep grinding, man. Keep standing for what you stand for. You know. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, JB, man. I'll be. I'll be hollering at you on Twitter. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Peace. Yep, later. So that's a guy that we disagreed with last night, talking shit to each other. And uh, 
I think I just called him a bitch on social media. And see, he calls me happy, low, lucky. So you can't call me a bitch and I'd be happy with you. <laughs> That's how much the game has changed. Holy fuck. And he sounds like a young, good look, young kid, man. And uh, seems like he's smart kid. And uh, But go do your research. You can't talk about shit if you don't do your research. Not that he in particular was. But at the same time. You can't discuss what you don't know. And uh, I just think that's a huge issue right now in uh, society. But who knows, man? Who knows? Um, let me call one more caller and see what's, what the deal is. Let's see who this was. I'm just calling randoms, whoever calls me. Hello? Hey, this is the Slapdick Podcast. Real Coach JB, what's going on? Oh, there we go. See, you get some fucking slapdicks. Don't want to call. Um, they got nervous and shit. So anyway, um, you know, man, it's 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 a... It is very interesting, man, that what's going on in life right now. And I blame the smartphone. And I got to be honest with you. Domestic violence is at an all-time high. Mental health is at an all-time high, supposedly. I think it's mental weakness. You guys call it mental health. So be it. Agree to disagree. Um, um. I think smartphones have fucked us. That's just what I do. That's what I believe. I don't know why. Um, but anyway, this last discussion I'm going to talk about is this, is this, you know, I have without doubt realized our education and athletic institutions at the high school level and a lot of the college levels are in horrible hands from superintendents to presidents to principals. And I'm going to be honest and tell you why in here in a second. But the interview process and evaluation process is a mockery. And it is killing these kids. The hires I'm witnessing is a joke. Half due to the pay being horrible. So obviously the quality of applicants you're going to get is going to be a lot shittier. And then the lack of importance is the other half that comes from the admin side and the refusal to investigate who they're interviewing is mind blowing, especially for people with PhDs and doctorates and master degrees, what like these principals and presidents are. Um, I'm just telling you, a good friend of mine, an agent, was a friend of a principal at a local high school near me. They called me and said, would you be interested in talking to them about their head coaching job? And I said, not really high school. 
I don't really want to do either right now at this moment. But I said to you for a favor, yes, I would go talk to him. And of course, you've done me a lot of favors. I will. Come to find out, I actually knew the lady a little bit because she's actually was from Compton. But listen to this story. And this is a God's honest truth story, man. First of all, I tell them, I said, listen, I don't want to be in a waiting room or sitting around for a lot of people. I said, I don't know if you know, but I said, I don't want to be disrespectful. But I said, I just don't want to sit in a high school waiting room when everybody either coming in to interview or in the school is going to recognize me. And I said, I don't want to be part of that. So they worked it out to where they got me in and out. It really didn't work out that way. I just had to plan it that way because they still fucked that up. So I told the little secretary lady, I said, listen, if I don't get in there right now or if I'm sitting out here any longer, I'm going to leave. And I said, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I said, this was the agreement we agreed upon. I said, uh, you called me. I didn't call you. I said, please understand that. And I wasn't trying to be a dick, but I mean, it might have came off that way. But I've got a million things going, man. And I just, I wanted to be courteous to my friend that asked me and I wanted to and then the more I thought about it sitting there I'm like you know what I'm gonna start doing some data analysis on this shit maybe I should just start getting interviews everywhere and start doing this data so what I had what happened was I go in the office and I meet these three people the principal is a lady the VP is a guy so the principal's a black lady, the VP's a black man, and then the AD's a white guy, all right? And I'm sitting in there, and I said, she addresses me and says, Coach, we'd like to ask you some questions, and da-da-da-da-da. And I said, ma'am, excuse me, I said, I don't want to disrespect you or cut you off. I said, do you, do you know who I am first? Because I got a call that you wanted to interview and everything, and um, I want to make sure you, the principal, know who I am. And she said, no, sir, you know, please ask that after the questions. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. I said, ma'am, again, once again, I'm not trying to cut you off or disrespectful, but if you don't know who I am, we don't need to discuss this any further. So I took my mask off. She proceeds to take her mask off. I think she was getting upset. And she's like, sir, no, I don't know who you are. Da, 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 da. And I go, look. So I turned to the two gentlemen. I said, do you guys know who I am? And then they nodding their heads, yes. And I said, ma'am, I'm not here to say who I am. And I wasn't, so for you guys, I wasn't asking her because of who I am on the show or any of that. I wanted to know if she knew who the fuck I was because she did some due diligence and fucking did some homework and found out who the fuck she was interviewing for her school, in turn, for her babies that are going to be coached by Someone, <laughs> why the fuck would you not take a couple minutes out of your busy fucking day when you have a thousand secretaries to research the people you're bringing in to interview? It fucking blows my mind. So I so we ended up end up chopping it up for quite a while because finally, you know, I get her to start laughing and stuff, but I'm like, I want to make sure you know who I am because this is the issue. Perception's reality. I'm not trying to be an asshole or a dick and I might come off arrogant and cocky, but the problem is if you want me, I'm going to make you want me. And if you don't, I don't need you. I'll leave. My problem is I want to make sure you realize that 
I don't want you to go home, Google me, and then call me tomorrow and say, oh, no, I can't call. I, there's no way we can hire you. There's, it's too risky. And This has happened. So, you know, I've, ha- I've had this happen a few times already where people have hit me up, third-party people, and then the actual people, the interviewing people, hiring people, have no fucking clue who I am or what, what I'm about. That's the hi- huge issue where the right hand don't talk to the left hand at the high school level especially in california it's worse in california than most states it is a bad situation how come i go around speaking first of all the coaches don't know what the requirements to become an ncaa qualifier are how the fuck do you think the kids are going to know then the coaches and the counselors and administrators are on totally separate pages and either one of them understand what each other wants or need and don't know what the requirements are for these kids to graduate. How in the fuck is it going to be successful? How are you ever going to grow and move forward? I've talked to so many coaches that say, oh, fuck, coach, we don't even talk to the counselors, and they don't know what. And I said, so you haven't had a meeting, the counselors, and said, this is what we need. This is the requirements. These are what we have to have. These kids need this. These kids need that. Oh, no, they're on their own way. We're stuck in our way. I'm like, dude, this this is unbelievable. Nobody's suffering. Nobody gives a fuck about your dick size versus her dick size or his in administration office. Nobody's suffering but those kids. And then you wonder why they're transferring because they have no scholarship offer. And then you're like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? And then guess what? They transfer to a school that thinks they can help them get a scholarship but when they are not NCAA qualified. It doesn't matter what fucking school they go to. But go, nobody's educating these kids on that shit. And it's a fucking slap in the face that you administrators and coaches and counselors can't get in the same page and come up with a fucking common ground to help these young kids out. It blows my mind. I just spoke to two schools and the coaches didn't even know that, you know, you had to have 10 core classes after your junior year towards your 16 core in high school to be the NCAA qualified. Well, coach, if you don't know, how the fuck's the kid going to know? You're just going to leave it up to a fucking 15, 16, 17 year old to go figure it out. <laughs> Ignorance is life threatening, gentlemen. So anyway, this interview goes on and I'm like, we're talking and, and I'm trying to explain this whole thing and I want them to know, you know, you're going to go Google me and you're going to see X, Y, and Z and this, this, and this. And why are we wasting our time? If you don't know who I am, why the fuck are we wasting our time in this interview? Because I already know the end result. You're going to go research me and find out and Google some shit and say, oh, fuck, we can't touch you. But why did you waste me when you could have brought in somebody else? Like, it, it blows my mind. And it, this has happened four times. I just want to make sure you're clear. Four times, 100% on the data. They aren't researching. These principals and administrators have done no work. They look at your resume and cover letter and say, oh, fuck, let's bring him in. Like, you got to be shitting me. A local junior college hires a coach. Two months later, fires him. Just recently. Because this guy has like eight felonies charged, convicted of. Remember, I got eight felonies alleged, which I beat. 
and nobody would touch me with a 10-foot pole. I lose money like left and right, speaking engagements, everyone's perceptions, reality, everyone thinks I did it, da-da-da. This guy gets hired and passes the fingerprint process and has eight charged felonies. <laughs> like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I thought white privilege existed. Holy fuck. Not when you protect black folks. <laughs> white privilege don't exist, brother. Let me tell you guys. So, anyway, these fucking... Um, These fucking administrators know nothing. They have no, no research. Zero. They're bringing in people they have no clue about just because their resume and cover letter looks good. Well, mine's going to look better than most. <laughs> just be honest. So, yeah, you probably would. If I flew those out there to everybody, that there's like a bunch of jobs open in California. If I flew those out there, I'm sure people. I should just fly them out to every job opening and see how many people call me for an interview and and I just I just don't have the time to waste to do it but I would love to do that and see how many people bring me in and don't know who I am that is a real thing and guess what there's a shitload of job openings in July 15th in 2021 July 15th as we sit here today I believe I don't know there's a good guy on Twitter to follow he 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 updates everything um Chris 4 for a, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I don't want to butcher it. I'm sorry because I know he listens to the podcast. A good dude. He he does a lot for the high school community, and he 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 updates coaching jobs. And I and I just sit there and look at it, and I'm just like, it's July, and you got twenty something jobs open in California, twenty something schools. If let's just say there's fifty kids on each one of those schools, I mean, think about the numbers of kids. And you're wondering why you're losing FTE or full-time enrollment for you that don't know. You're wondering why kids are transferring out of state. You're wondering why the high school coaching gigs in California based on pay versus other states are so bad that coaches are leaving. Administrators don't care. And it's clear when they re bring in a person to interview and they have no fucking clue who they are. Not one person, but three people. So... It is really sad looking at them and I ask them, who am I? And they're sitting there like, uh, they have no fucking clue. It's like, why are you wasting people's time? Your, yours and mine. And then you're taking someone else's opportunity away that could get this job. I don't know. It's funny to me. It's sad at the same point. It's sadder than funny. But at the same time, um, fuck, man. These are people with PhDs. That just tells you, going back to my quote of the day, if it's important, you'll make time. High school football coaching in California is not important. If it was, the principal would go figure out who they're about to interview prior to them being in their fucking office. Okay? Just so we're clear. So... And I should have realized because I, when I was there on time, actually early, and I knew they weren't done and it took them another 30 fucking minutes to finish their interview, I knew it was a shit show anyway. And I should have left because I was going to leave, but I couldn't because I was a favor. And I was like, oh, fuck, I can't. But I was telling him, I'm like, dude, this is a shit show. I'm not going to sit around here. So I stayed in my car and then they called me. I told them to call me when they were ready and I walked in, but. I'm like, dude, you wanted me to sit here in this waiting room with three other guys. And I actually saw one young kid who was interviewing and he was just a fan. 
And I'm just like looking around like, how sad is this man? And I'm talking to him. He's in not, he doesn't have a suit on. He's wearing a fucking polo. And I straight being me, I said, dude, why aren't you in a suit? And he's like, oh, coach, I, I just, I just couldn't get it. And I'm like, dude, every day is an interview. <laughs> Whether you get this job or not, I don't think you're going to get it with the fucking polo on. But I said, if they hire you, then that's the state of the fucking business we're in anyway. I mean, fuck. Um, oh, man, it's sad. I've never heard of you interviewing with not a suit on. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he got the job. <laughs> That's how bad this is right now. I'm just being honest with you guys, man. Holy fuck, dude. Oh well. It's crazy. But anyway, hey, there's a shitload of people calling me. I just got to figure out my phone situation because um, the phone number that they're calling is not working very well. Um, but, hey, we'll get to it, man. First day trying. At least my man called in uh, that was talking shit last night about Twitter. Uh, I mean, about the Suns. And uh, is what it is. But, hey, appreciate you guys, man. Another great slapdick podcast. Hey. Hit me up, man. I'll get this phone thing right, and we'll talk about, uh, hey, are smartphones killing relationships? Is it making the respect factor lack or create disrespect? I believe it is. But give me your thoughts. Hit me up. And, uh, hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man.